0: into My lap that completes the order. However, you want to do whatever makes you laugh. Do whatever makes you laugh. Do whatever makes you laugh. Sorry, I left you, left you cry. It's your girl, Black Loud Proud, and this is Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. Coming to you every motherfucking Tuesday by any means necessary, necessary. Last week, the devil, y'all, I'm telling you, like, that's the reason why I couldn't upload this shit for shit, right? So, I just tossed that shit. And I'm gonna do something what police would call young, fresh, and new. As you know, this shit goes up every motherfucking Tuesday. Um, brought to you by the Black Queen Collective. Um, speaking of the BQC, um, we had an
1: incredible
0: launch of Star Weekends. If you're in the DMV, the Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and you miss the Bottomless Mimosa Vision Board Brunch... You lost, I'm telling you, because your girl threw down out in the kitchen, and everybody there can attest to the fact that the food was fat. Like, it was five G. It just was. Um, pictures don't lie. Well, sometimes they do, but mine don't, because I try to keep it real. I'm already off that yeet. I'm off that yet, so forgive me. Already, but you already know what it is. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, politics, beauty, entertainment, whatever is on my motherfucking mind. And more importantly, some space age motherfucking history. Space age history is coming to you probably in the month of June. I'm going to just keep it real. I might have some sprinklets on the motherfucking way, but honestly, I I just don't see it because next week we're going to get into some mental health shit. May is going to be mental, mental May. Because as black folks, we really got to talk about the things that matter to us most. And our health, our overall health and wellness is important. Um, And that includes, but is not limited to, our mental health. Why I just get my nails did yesterday and they look? I hurt my hand at work today, y'all. And for some reason, they thought I was going to keep lifting boxes after I iced that shit for 30 minutes. Like, fam, it's been probably eight hours and my hand still hurts. I don't know why they thought in 30 minutes I was finna just bounce back. Like, this is not making plantation. And if it was, I ain't the one or the two. Like I wasn't finna be the slave to just jump up like that. Sorry. Um Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You don't know now, uh-uh. My drink getting low. Hennessy and soda, Hennessy and soda. Listen, it's going down in the dim. It go down, it go down
1: in the dim.
0: Snapchat me the history if it's cool. Since, especially since I'm not giving you no history for a little minute, it it'll come along. Cause you know when you talk about yeah, I got a little, I got a little history. <laughs> that go with it but um it's gonna be mental may and i think i might make all or most of the episodes in may Ooh, it's five of them lord jesus only had four in mind but most of the most of them are gonna be about mental health um just keep that on the radar and let me backtrack and say if you came to my motherfucking bunch If you send me a text message, a DM, a something, if you bought a ticket and just could not make it, I appreciate you because you ain't have to do that shit. Like, I'm all about sisterhood, nation building, or nothing, like for real. Like, dead ass. And sisterhood is important and a lot of people are intimidated by that. Not only men, but women um, by the ideal of, like, bonding with your sisters and women being responsible for other women. More specifically, black women be, being responsible for other black women. Like, people get tripped out by that shit and then they think I'm a feminist or some shit, woo woo, or I don't need a man, no baby. Because every night about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I'm out here feeling like Janet Jackson
1: I get so lonely
0: I need somebody to fucking hold me and console me and shelter me and comfort me and kiss me and love me walk up behind me and kiss me on my motherfucker. I want somebody to walk up behind me and kiss me on my neck. Just I mean breathe breathe On my motherfucking neck. You hear me? Like... I need that companionship. like That's necessary in life. Like I want to have grandchildren. So I'm currently trying to find my grandchildren a grandfather. You understand what I'm saying? So when I say that, I'm not saying, oh, we don't need men or there's no space for men or none of that crazy ass shit. And I'm not trying to break up no homes or break up the black family or whatever people come to fuck up with. That's not really fucking true. That's not true or real. I'm trying to strengthen the family and strengthen the home because if I can help my sister get her shit in order, then she's a better asset to her household, to her husband, to her man, to her children, to her progenitors, like those who will come or are, like, are coming. Like You got to start with yourself first. When you're on the motherfucking airplane... You got to take care of you first. So me saying black women are responsible for each other, that means that's us taking care of us first. That's us getting our finances, our health, our wellness, our mental, our spiritual, our physical, our overall shit together, together. That's us healing our womb, cleansing our womb, our spirits, all of that shit. Like it's important because women out here is key. Like... We just, we just keep, we're clutch. When it goes down, like we out here orchestrating and strategizing some shit because that's just how women's minds work. I'm not saying men aren't capable. I'm not saying some aren't better, but I'm just saying that's more so women's skill set. You can disagree if you want. That's cool. Speaking of which, if you got something on your motherfucking mind, something you want to respond to, you can hit the comments on SoundCloud. I appreciate all of them that I get. Want a little bit more? You can also hit me. 202... 888 yak. That's the number four and yak. 202-888-FOYAC. You can call me. If I don't answer, leave a voicemail, but text me. I'll always hit you back on text because I'm good at texting <laughs> above all. But anyway, women are the strength. Have y'all been watching Underground? I told y'all a few episodes ago that you have to watch. Underground It's like the African in rare form on television. Like we're actually resisting, brilliantly resisting the institution of slavery. Like it's an amazing show on WGN and we're winding down to the first episode. And I just heard today that they've been renewed for a second season. So even though the first season is wrapping up, we got, Another season of Underground to look forward to, and I'm not sure what that looks like, but as long as it's resistance and it keeps going in this vein, I think it's brilliant. It makes you think it shows Africans as think as thinking people, brilliant thinking people. Like I cannot go on and on and on enough about how great Underground is. And like episode before last. Nah, because if you ain't seen it, I ain't going to say that. But anyway, women have been in- instrumental in this underground process, this this escape process um, from the making plantation on underground. And as women and even men, like we all have to work together. We all have to do our part like individually to come together collectively to like do the damn thing. And so much is going on in the world right now. And I say all the time that I warn people all the time: don't catch America's disease. This is, we're living in the United States of amnesia. And so many people have caught that disease. So people, so many people have unitedly forgot what the fuck is going on. Like the United States of Nisha is where we live. Our cultural memory is so short. But I'm here to lengthen that shit out. That's why I'm your own personal space age historian. And this is not necessarily digging deeper down into the history, into the greatness, into the strength and the root of the fucking ancestors. But when I speak of cultural memory and remembering recent things that have happened in recent times... Like, we too often forget real shit that be going on and fucking happening. For instance, like last October, I believe it was, Columbia, South Carolina flooded. Nobody saw that shit coming. Nobody saw that shit coming. And that was a tragedy. And it's a tragedy on multiple levels because we're not prepared on any level. For real, because it's like you may have renters or apartment insurance, and I just recently got some, um, or whatever. And I should have had it already, but I just recently got some. And I was reading over the policy the other day when I came through over a stack of mail and I'm like, oh my god, I really fucked myself. Like, this doesn't cover much. Why? Because I really didn't read and investigate into it like I should. Um, And largely because I got it because my friend was like, yeah, do this and woo-woo. Yeah, Tony. But anyway, um, yes, Tony, I signed up because You fucking asked me to Then when I start reading The underwriting of that shit It's some shit But anyway When you get into like House and rental insurance Which is important And if you ain't got Life insurance right now Get your motherfucking Life together Log off of SoundCloud off www.straityak.com log off of Black Loud Proud Instagram, your motherfucking Instagram, and find yourself some goddamn life insurance and if you're declining it from your job, stop being fucking cheap and let them take them goddamn $7.32 motherfucking cents out your goddamn check so we can bury your ass it's not my fault that we live in a capitalist society where it costs to be born it costs to die and it costs to fucking live I didn't set this shit up they set this shit up we just fucking living in it until further fucking notice get yourself some life insurance for real because ain't nobody got time to be passing no fucking hat or putting to no go for me page Page While I'm crying and mourning over your ass about how the fuck we're going to bury you because listen, guess what? Guess how much money I have in my savings account right now? I'm not going to tell you because tomorrow I probably won't even have that. So I just, yeah. Insurance, Life insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, and back to the flood. When you have home and renter's insurance, you have to check your underwriting because a lot of times what ends up happening is the random shit that can happen to your house is not fucking covered. When you were living in South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, you're not thinking it's going to be no motherfucking flood. So you ain't got flood insurance. Why? Because that's extra and you Poor. And that goes for even here. Like, I was reading that underwriting shit. Like, damn, that shit don't even cover if, like, a big-ass bucket of water fall in my fucking house in my apartment. But that's neither here nor there. More of the story is, be prepared. We got to get prepared. Are you prepared for Jehovah's return? Because if you not, I'm finna spend the next Something, something, really putting something in your head, planting some seeds in your motherfucking mind, because we got to get it together, family. Like people be talking about organizing and fighting the system and voting for change and all that shit. But at the end of the day, my personal take is we just have to get ready and prepare. And I feel like white people have a really been doing that for some while but now they're like experts at this shit like all of these survival shows on TV like My Boy Hit Me um all these survival magazines and like white people out here trying to survive what? One the fucking government and the fucking state because they know the state and the federal government is not to be fucking trusted like like we not the only people that really think that well we be out here like fuck the police but white people be like fuck this whole shit because they know at any moment any fucking thing can happen they got bug out bags and what is a bug out bag the bug out bag is essentially a bag of shit that has you prepped and prepared for damn near anything or at least the fucking basics you understand what I'm saying and it's like I don't know. I'm always into some shit and reading some shit and being some shit and doing some shit. Through and through with some shit. Um, So, a few years ago, I ended up, like, registering for some shit for, like, FEMA. Um, I probably went. I just don't remember. I think one of my boys from Howard was working at FEMA and was like, yo, everybody need to check out this workshop or whatever. So, FEMA be sending these goddamn emails out, like, every month or every few weeks or every other week or however about different random shit to prepare for and they have like different months where they do different shit and the focus be on this and that and it's like what the fuck are they preparing for and like even at my job like we be having all these safety things and shit that we have to do and we got kits and all type and I'm just like the government is is even preparing for some shit are they preparing for? Themselves? The unknown segments of the government? The state? the Ain't anything, anybody because we're not safe. We talk every day online in these same circles about um, about how mainstream media narrates our story, right? And we try to fight that and counter that all the time by controlling our own narratives. And that's important. It's extremely important, but oftentimes we don't have access or a seat at the table in order to control our narrative. And so when we look at situations, especially like natural disasters, like, Columbia. You see us out here struggling, the last, the lost, the least, the left behind, and nobody's helping us. And it's like, you know, you see us. You see you see the pictures in your head right now while I'm talking about this shit. And when you think about Katrina and how that shit played out and those images and the horrific reality of what the fuck happened to our people in that space. Like we have to be ready and be prepared at all times because you can wake up to some bullshit. And it's like funny because I thought for a while, I thought I had recently like developed these thoughts and these ideas and, you know, these stagnant plans to like prepare for the worst. I thought it was something that I just recently gathered by like listening to, you know, Louis Farrakhan, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan in the last few years. But in reality, I came across this note that I put on Facebook like years ago. I feel like this shit was in like 2006. I wish I could find it real quick. But of course, that's too fucking easy to just happen. Um, But the note was like really crazy. Like I was just like, as Americans, we are so fucking privileged. And we have all of these, like, we just feel so secure and so safe. But the reality is, oh, I think I might have found it, y'all. But the reality is that we're not safe and we can wake up in the middle of war one day and we won't know what to do. And because we weren't even thinking about it and it wasn't even a thought in our head, the probability of us actually surviving will be slim. America has many, 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 many many, like, haters and enemies around the world. And most of us, including myself, our our knowledge about international affairs is limited. And I do my damnedest to expand and to know and to dive into some stuff so I can know what the fuck is going on. Um, But I'm always distracted and not by Beyonce or whomever but by like bills and you know real shit that be going on in my fucking life you know yeah that type of shit I'm always distracted like I can't focus on shit for too long but the reality is we have to prepare people like well what can we do prepare at minimum if we can't do shit else we have to prepare for the worst hurricane season is upon us we look. Was that last week? Week before last, where there was those crazy that like all that flooding in Houston, and you see people floating on all different types of devices. You know, African ingenuity. We was out here in refrigerators, on uh, air mattresses, any fucking thing we can get our shit on. We was we was on that, and that's clever and that's genius. But at the same time, like, how many of us could swim? if we didn't have access to that shit a lot of us can't and like i can swim underwater but my tread game is trash so essentially in my mind i can't swim because an emergency or i need to swim for a long duration of time or whatever the case may be i can't because i can't tread fucking water that's the problem it really is and a lot of us have to learn how to swim and I've already challenged some of my followers on Instagram I ain't forgot y'all might have forgot but I didn't forget I challenged them that this summer we're going to learn how to fucking swim I'm looking at the post right now let me see who who already called out that's gonna have to learn how to swim Um, One, I think my sister Ashley, I I feel like her ass can't swim. Matter of fact, I feel like Ashley can do everything, but maybe her ass can't swim. So, sis, you number one. I know you probably in the gym listening to this shit. Well, you better run your ass onto some swim classes this summer because we going to be some swimming uh, queens, okay? Up in the collective. The whole Black Queen collective going to know how to fucking swim, okay? So, yeah, like we got to get prepared because when water comes and you never know when it's going to come. And when that shit popped off in Houston, I started doing all type of research. One of the things that I discovered, cause I'm just a researching ass person. Like one thing leads me to another every day. Like all it takes is one thought. And then I'm running on this, that, 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 what is this? What is that? What is that? Da, 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 da? Like, that's how you build knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And some of it may seem random, but you stitch all that shit together and you got something. So I was reading some shit in the International Business Times, released some shit like July of 2015 that said, Washington, D.C. is at risk of being overrun by flooding. And it's not because of the rising sea levels. Right? And so a lot of times when we talk about global warming and all of this shit is like oh the glaciers or whatever the fuck it is and I'm not diminishing the value of environmental justice and all of and like a green world and all of that because that shit is real I'm just saying I ain't all that hip so all of that shit that's what I mean all of that shit says like the glaciers or whatever are melting and that's a problem and flooding could be a thing. So no, this article in the International Business Times said, and it's interesting now that I think about it, that the International Business Times is talking about the probability of DC flooding. Hmm, why are they doing this research and why are they interested? What does that mean to businesses? How can they come up? How can they prepare themselves? I'm sure that's what it's for. But anyway, it says, The research team estimates that in the next hundred years, the land under Washington, D.C. will sink more than six inches. The research team further claims that sinking is not because of rising sea levels, it's due to climate change. No, it's not because of rising sea levels due to climate change. Instead, an entirely independent geological phenomenon called four bulge collapse is making the capital sink four bulge collapse refers to the geological ups and downs that have been taking place since the ice age woo woo the woo the bam and I'm sure all of this shit that DC is building on every fucking corner and on every fucking rooftop and on every fucking center alley highway and fucking byway by the way it's not helping this whole like sinking thing or whatever rah 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 but anyway it has the potential to flood and I'm sure there's other research that supports in other ways that DC can flood next week if we get enough rain. and it's just something that we have to take into account and in consideration and like hurricane season is on the way June 1st to November 30th is hurricane season right how do you prepare for that well there's a website very basic very simple um I mean, one-on-one, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but speaking of FEMA and the different emails and shit that I get, there's a government website called ready.gov. And baby, somebody is visiting this shit because somebody is getting paid to put this shit up here. And judging by the people on this Build-A-Kit page, it's white people that's into this shit, like I said before, about being ready, and not all of them, because readiness comes with a level of like... Class, you know, too. I'm sure, but a lot of the motherfuckers out here preparing. It, even the poor, and the poor might not be preparing as intricately as the rich or the quote unquote middle class. Y'all know I don't believe in that, but you know what the fuck I mean. um The poor is out here at least arming themselves. The Second Amendment, the right to bear, the right to bear arms. And let me just digress just a little bit, and I'm gonna come back to Ready. I promise. When I talk about the Second Amendment and like how hard they're trying to disarm U.S. citizens, especially niggas, that's some real shit to consider and to think about and ask why. Why is that? because the government in the state ain't shit so of course they don't want you to arm yourself with a gun or knowledge for that matter because god forbid you arm yourself with some knowledge you definitely gonna be armed with some guns and god forbid what you be able to do with the fucking gun but the right to bear arms is important like when you're talking about preparation and all of this shit like you just gotta be bearing some arms about here for multiple reasons, and there's a fuck ass ad going around for Hillary Clinton with like all of the mothers um who've lost their children to like police or vigilante or motherfuckers who think it was the police, like George Zimmerman, um, talking about some. <sighs> gun violence, and vote for Hillary Clinton, and they got fucking um, Trayvon Mama, and woo woo and it's like, baby, that state-sanctioned violence, even though George Zimmerman was a self-elected-looking-ass security police wannabe-ass motherfucker, like, the state didn't prosecute him, like, they let the, I mean, yeah, and they weren't gonna do that shit, like, That's not regular gun violence, G. That's state-sanctioned violence. That's not the same thing. You need to be picking up another fucking fight, and it's not that. And when you talk about gun violence, and every time somebody want to talk about, like, oh, Chicago, and all this violence, woo-woo-da-bam, these motherfuckers that's killing each other ain't never leaving the city or their corridor, Okay? So, where the fuck are they getting these guns? Especially when black people don't manufacture none. Ain't no black owned gun shop work. Bitch, where? Ain't none. The government, just like they provided crack to the African American community. And it's, it's so fucking funny how the proof and the evidence and all the shit has been released and it's been a discussion and there's books and there's research and there's all this shit supporting how the CIA did this shit. We just roll over like it ain't nothing. So at what point do we find out that the government and the police and all these other fuck-ass en- entities, huh, also enemies, are providing the guns to our communities in order to kill ourselves. Why? Because when we're born, that's a profit. When we're living and they can jail us, that's a fucking profit. And when we die, that's a whole nother fucking profit. Look at how many hands that are, are being greased when one of us dies. Too many. Why you just can't wrap me up and put me in a fucking pound box like they did before? It got to be a hoe. You got to pay for the pot. You got to pay for this. You got to pay if they let you stand the more. You got to pay for the corner. What the fuck? What the fuck side of the game is that? But I dig- I digress. I continue to digress. Back to this ready.gov website. Build you a motherfucking kit. A disaster kit, like basic shit that needs to be in your home, like, of course, water and food, um, something that you can use for shelter, like, um, a tent or some type of tarp or weatherproof shit like that, um, a sleeping pad, um, which I would presume is like a sleeping bag or something like that good clothes um, good shoes you can't be out here with no damn um, anything but some rough and tough waterproof like shit because yeah you need your feet need to be protected your ankles need to be supported and all of that good shit you need non-perishable food items and first aid shit Like, how many of us really got, like, some real first aid skills? Like, we need those things because you never know what's going to happen. And, like, when it comes to book out bags, like, you can just start Googling and shit will come up. And you know what the slickest thing is that I've noticed? Like, I used to do like Groupon like every now and then to like buy little shit like little products or whatever but not so much from like restaurants and shit cause I hate all of the fucking restrictions and shit like that that they be putting on it but Tony, my sister Tony says like lives and thrives off of, of Groupon right so she like oh check out this Groupon, Groupon oh bitch you better coupon that, that's her shit Tony stop calling me a bitch fam like we need to, we need to, we need to just delete that word out of your vocabulary. It's okay, it's a process. Cause trust me, it took some time, especially after knowing all the words to Trina the Baddest Bitch Girl. That girl, girl, what are you? That is my shit. But let's let's eliminate that word, sisters and brothers, just because. Like, why? Why? Why does one have to be a bitch? Why does she have to be a bitch? Why does he have, have to be a bitch? There's so many more words. That's some bitch-ass shit. Like, you can use it as an like, adjective or something like that to describe a thing or a place, but not a person. That bitch-ass club, you know? <laughs> bitch-ass dog, whatever, you know? But anyway, back to Groupon. There's so much shit on Groupon Um as it relates to survival there's all different types of knives there's a folding survival blanket up here like all types of little kits a survival beauty box oh no that's a vain shit we don't need that um a survival medical backcountry like pack like all of these different things are up here like matter of fact last week They had some life straws up here, but my cheap ass was too cheap to get them. Let me type in the search box, life straw. Damn, they gone. But they had the life straws, you know, the shit that filter, like the water or whatever. That was up there. And we got to take advantage of these things because survival skills... Are necessary. You never know what you need to survive. And it's not just natural disasters that we need to be prepared for. And I think our first real wide awakening, like in the 21st century of recent times, was what happened in Ferguson on August 9, 2014. Like, When the state showed up with tanks and M16s and tear gas and rubber bullets and low caliber bullets and all types of shit, like you really needed some survival skill. And the psychological attack that they were putting on people, the cutting of the lights off over here, the no, you can do this, no, you can't do that, oh, this, oh, that, like, and just like the literal attack that's the type of shit that I'm talking about you can literally wake up in the middle of the night and it's like they were tear gassing in neighborhoods that shit comes through the vents like gee we was in the car we was in the car off of damn I can't think of that block right now is that Nesbitt? anyway it doesn't even matter we were in the motherfucking car and they were tear gassing neighborhoods and we were fucked up in the car like we thought we was gonna be safe in that bitch I'm talking about fucked up so basic skills that you needed in a situation like that was at minimum how to treat, handle, and process um tear gas. And if you had asthma, God forbid, like what's the process on that? And it's like there's so many questions that you know fit into like survival. Like, can you read a map? Prime example, when we we're in Baltimore during the quote unquote uprising or the Baltimore riots, whatever your choice of word and language is. Um, the government had the fucking cell t- towers jammed up. So if you literally didn't have like a TomTom Tom or a Garmin, what no fucking GPS. You just gonna figure out your way around Baltimore or wherever the best way you knew how. Do you know how to read a map? cuz they'll jam up the system or better yet you won't even be able to use your phone you can't depend on their technology can you read a map i can it's been a while since I did it, but I but I know for a fact that I can. Why? Because black girls are fucking magic, and I've did it before, and I scored a high as shit-ass score on the Azimuth, so much so that I was harassed by recruiters when I was um in high school, and they just kept coming to my house like, you yeah, lose some weight and call us. And I'm like, bitch, you came to my house. Fuck, I look like losing some weight and calling you. Are you going to help me or nah? Fuck on. But anyway, um... Do you have an emergency plan? And when I say that, I think about this all the time. And this is one of my qualms with, like, not being married and, like, or not being in a committed relationship and, like, maybe just talking to somebody. Like, if you out here just, like, loving a motherfucker and something happened, like, I would totally freak out because... I don't know where you are or if you're okay and your safety and your livelihood is important to me and I can't get into contact with you. We ain't got no plan. We ain't got no nothing. Like, what the fuck? I mean, even my friends. Like, I need to know. Like, we need to have something in place where we'll know that each other is okay. Is there a meet-up spot? Is there... A certain protocol that we're gonna follow. If I don't meet you here by this time, do I da, da 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 Like, do you have an emergency plan? What do you do when you can't use your phone? Do you have access to a landline? And if that landline doesn't work, like how are you gonna communicate with someone? If the only thing you could do is text, like and maybe your phone died or you or there's no electricity in somebody like Do you know the number by heart? If you got locked up, like, they take your phone and shit, how how you gonna call somebody if you don't know their number? Do you memorize numbers? Um, and what, I mean, yeah, and like, going back to, like, what if you just can't dial out then? What are you going to do? And for a lot of people who are like myself, left, um, the country and you know never going back like your mother is still there like in case of emergency how like what's the plan does your mother have multiple numbers like do you have multiple numbers for people that can reach your mother like what's up what's what's really good like these are all things that we need to be considering every day these are all things that are important important in all of our relationships and our everything, like we just gotta be ready. Are you prepared for Jehovah's return? And when I say that, I don't mean like for God coming back, like for some natural shit for, I mean, just are you prepared in general? And what does preparation look like to you? Because I mean, fam, we we just gotta be on and we gotta be ready. And another thing is, like, people of African descent often suffer from the same things around the globe. We're all experiencing genocide and, you know, poverty and all of these similar things that are happening. Are we talking to and reaching out to other people throughout the diaspora and building relationships and learning their history, learning what they're going through, their experiences. Like Flint is something that I think about every time I pick up a bottle of water, every time I bathe, every time I'm washing dishes. And it might not be like, as soon as I step in the shower, but I might be washing my elbow like, damn fam. Shit is still fucked up in Flint. And that shit is fucked up. But when we look at a situation like that, you you got our people, who are, you know, not all, but a lot of them are poor and low income or working class people. Like, how do we help them? And we can sit up and we can debate, you know, here, there, and the third. But I think what would really be helpful is if we were talking to, if we had relationships with other people of African descent around the globe. In Africa, in Brazil, in this continent, wherever you find African people in the world, we're all struggling with clean water issues. So what are some of the things that other countries and other cities and other places and spaces where we all have similar faces, what are they doing? What are they doing in order to fight or combat or survive clean water issues? Like one of the first things that popped up in my mind um, about Flint and when I started thinking about other people, other where, like how do we do it in other places was the fact that I know for sure that Isaiah Washington, the actor, um, he he is a dual citizen of Sierra Leone right because he wrote this whole book and it's a good book um you should read it you really should i think it's interesting i think isaiah washington is a really good dude like i might not agree on everything but yeah um isaiah is a dual citizen citizen of sierra leone because he he did his like dna lineage or whatever and he traced him back there and sierra leone opened their arms to him and he has dual citizenship one of the things that his program um Mon- Mongo Bay. Let me see. Isaiah Washington. Mon- um. Damn, I-, I can't spell it. But it's
1: something.
0: Something with a motherfucking... Um, with an M. That organization, one of the facets... Focuses on like clean water and, uh, resources and ways in which they can do that. And I'm just like a dual citizen, an African in America, an African in African. Africa, y'all don't make no memes. It's the Hennessy. An African in Africa. Um, like, why isn't he speaking out about maybe some of the things that and techniques and whatever they've been working on Sierra Leone, and how we can apply those to Flint. But well, those are major conversations that we need to have. Um, and I know the Black Queen Collective is passively when we are been to shift into a, a, a higher gear um, about building relationships with our our sisters and brothers. In Haiti, um because that link is important, the history, the strength, the power, the resonance, the everything of fucking Haitians, like jeez, like we gotta tap into that, and we gotta build those bridges there um my so- my sister Ashley in the BQC like she has a little link in um Colombia, you know, South America. And we finna go to to Africa and we're gonna try to find some links there. Like black, brown people around the globe, people of African descent have to come together and we have to start picking and borrowing and sharing what is working for us in these you know, different spaces. And in general, we just have to prepare. We have to prepare for the worst. It's not about being negative, it's about being prepared. Like for real, like we have this arrogance where it's like we're so safe. But in reality, like we're really not, like we're not. We are not safe, like at all. Um, And I was looking for the Facebook note that I said, I wrote a while ago and I can't really find it. I'm strolling, strolling, strolling.
1: Um, All this love. Yeah, I can't find it. I thought I would. The Jack though. We gotta move away
0: from this arrogance, y'all. Like seriously. And we gotta get prepared. I hope at this point everybody is thinking about some things that they can do. Um, some revisions that they might be able to make. How they can connect with those who they love, they care about, to really just be more efficient in like what do we do? Because when something pops off in general, so many people are hitting the servers and towers or the government or whoever are trying to use them that you can't get through, what are you gonna do? I remember in, what was that, 2011, when the earthquake hit DC, like I couldn't dial out, I couldn't reach nobody, like that was crazy. We have to prepare for those things. We have to get ourselves in the mind, that way we don't go into shock and just die. That way we are prepared to survive. Like survival skills are much needed and we got to work on that. And I'm going to talk about that more. I'm going to invite someone on soon. Um, that can go further in depth and give you guys more ideas. But start with the basics. Look at the shit that FEMA be putting up. Look at ready.gov. Look at the the cheap little stuff that you can start. Um, ooh, these tacos is picture on Groupon Jesus. But look at the um <laughs> look at the look at the stuff that's up there, fam. Like for real. Um and just start Googling and playing around. Um and if wherever you are like get you an arm we need to be armed get you some ammo because we just got to be ready for war fuck peace because it clearly is nowhere to be found and we're under attack in so many 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 different ways um i just want everybody prepared for jehovah's return you understand what i'm saying and and I, and I mean that in a sense of like, whatever it is, natural, um, human, whatever, whatever, like just be prepared. What Mary Mary say? Cause I, I draw in Mary Mary on pretty much everything that I do in my life and they are my God and I appreciate them and their, um, secularish gospel music is some shit that I can relate to. Um, but I'm gonna just end on this note. I gotta get myself together, cause I got some place to go, and I'm praying when I get there, I see everyone
1: I know. I wanna go to heaven. I wanna go to heaven. I
0: don't know what's up with my voice. <clears throat> Y'all know I sing better than that. But um, until next week, which we'll be jumping into Mental May. Um, I love y'all. I just want to thank everybody again for continuously supporting my podcast um, for the positive feedback www.straightyak.com. Um, hit me on Instagram, Black Loud Proud. You can sign up my DMs if you don't want to hit the comments um,
1: 202-888-4
0: YAK that's the, the letter 4. Matter of fact I'll pick up my phone here and I'll tell you what the exact numbers are But I'm just telling you what the cool fucking numbers are. And that's 202-888-BOYAK. Because I'm all for yak. So that's 202-888-4925 four nine two five. That's kind of cold right there. 202-888-4925. Hit me up, leave your comments, um, leave a voicemail, get me a text. Um if you're interested in jump, jumping in on the podcast, like we might be able to vibe or put something together. Um a lot of times people ask me for promo for promo and shit like that. Um I'm pretty um I'm pretty much not in this to necessarily make a profit. However, hit me up, holla at me if you're interested in promo. Um, Like I said, the last episode from the week before last was brought to you by Hillman College shirts. I believe is their name. Um, They have some really, really dope shirts. Um, I'm actually going to wear mine tomorrow. Um so you can look out for a picture on that. Yep, Hillman Shirts. That's them and I, I appreciate the love from them and there's so many other black businesses and wonderful things that I'll be promoting further. Um oh, on some last little promo shit. Did I tell y'all my sister Ashley is a fucking travel agent? Um you can find her on Instagram, The Legacy Keeper. Um, and she can hit you. You can hit her up. Only serious inquiries, only because listen, being a travel agent is not easy, boo. It's not just like one click, pop, pop, pop. Like it's real work. And Ashley got thirty-two motherfucking jobs. So if you're seriously looking for a reasonably priced travel agent, hit up Ashley, the Legacy Keeper. Also, I'm going to tell you to go to www.educationlikeme.com. Education Like Me has two books at this moment, um, and it's a pretty incredible, excellent program that is encouraging literacy um, and knowledge of African and African-American history for children. Um, Queen Like Me, I'm looking at the book right now. I'm also looking at Superhero right, uh, superhero Like Me that's about six inches from that book. Um, awesome for kids, both boys and girls. If you have someone... That is pregnant, someone that has a small child, a baby shower, uh, a Christmas, Kwanzaa. Uh, I'm just trying to be a better godmother, father gift to get me. Get those books. The children needs them. Um, and my sister, Dr. Kimberly Brown, needs the support because she's like a whole not-for-profit entity out here really trying to get it. Support that. Also, my other sister, Nikolai, that is a part of the Black Queen Collective as well. It's like, she's silent, but I love you anyway. Um, She has an amazing book called Ring the Alarm. And it's about, I mean, that real shit. Find Nikolai on Instagram at Be Pure Forever. She also has a page called Raising Readers, which is about Teaching and encouraging encouraging literacy among youth. That hand done kicked in. It's time for me to go. Um, Loving Hip Hop Atlanta is about to come on, or my DVR caught it. So whatever Cardi B has to say is for me, so I got to go. Until next week, mental May. I'm out. Peace.